Hello and welcome to the Transformation of a Tea podcast. I'm Michael Ojola for Mindset Transformation Africa. I help and teach individuals, thought leaders, entrepreneurs and business owners how to create the life they desire and deserve by transforming their minds for success. Welcome to this new episode. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello my people. Good day to you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time zone you're listening to this, thank you for your attention, not taking for granted. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Transformation Over Tea. We've been talking about punctuality for the past three weeks, and this week we will cap it up. And we will um, discuss one of the finer habits of highly punctual people that I am encouraging us to model. Punctuality, they say, is the soul of business. So if you take your time seriously by being punctual, there are many things in your life that will fall in line. Get your habits around time management right, and many things will fall in line in your life. That's what I believe, and that's what has been proven by management consultants and productivity experts. So it's important for you to understand that the way you approach time is the way you will approach your life because the essence of our life is in time we calculate time we calculate our life in time so yes we can go to the to be philosophical and say time is a social construct and all that but nevertheless time still determines what we do how we do it when we do it so we still read time And that's how we even started this particular series three weeks ago, that the first way for you to learn how to be punctual, I think, is to not underestimate or overestimate time. You must be realistic and you must be able to evaluate time in at least in um, in a way that is almost perfect. You don't, most people that are chronically late don't know don't know how to estimate time correctly if it will take 15 minutes to do a particular project they will overestimate it that it will take 45 minutes or they will underestimate it that in the five minutes we're done because they don't know how to tell time in quote it's not that they cannot look at a an old school clock and say it is five past seven no i'm saying when they estimate the time it will take them to finish a project to take their bath to prepare for work or to finish a particular project they don't know how to correctly estimate the time with little degree of error they underestimate grossly underestimate and they grossly overestimate but punctual people have a way of estimating time correctly at least not perfect but correctly if they say it will take around 15 minutes to finish a project they will most likely finish the project in 12 minutes or max 17 minutes so the degree of freedom the error around it is not that much but chronically late individuals don't even have that they overestimate and they underestimate so this week we'll wrap this series up by talking about one more habit of highly punctual people one more habit of punctual individuals and that is they are comfortable with downtime they are comfortable with downtime one thing i've noticed when i was still dealing with lateness is i get bored easily when i have too much time 
to do anything. I don't have a plan for too much time. Do you understand? And when I say too much time, there's nothing like too much time, but relatively there is too much time. If, for example, a program is to start by by um, 7 p.m., for example, and I got there by 5 p.m., the two hours gap will bore me to death. I will not know what to do with it because that's a downtime. I will not know what to do with that particular gift of time. So most times you just play around, joke around, but you feel the frustration within yourself because it is highly unproductive. That's exactly what I mean. That punctual people, when I was developing the skill of being punctual, especially when I started my work in the telecom industry and I was developing my skill as a market analyst, I need to get on to, to, to work on time. There are many reports that I have to do and I need to get to the desk of my director on time. So I had to develop that skill by demand, not because I want to, not because I want to one day become a mindset transformation coach or a productivity consultant and all that. No, I was just developing it because my job depends on it do you understand my survivor at work it depends on being punctual so when i was developing that skill one thing i noticed is that i the downtime becomes becomes a blessing i whenever i have time to um whenever i have time to do with whatever i want to do with it i love it if i get to work earlier than than um, scheduled i love it i start trying to read a book trying to write something because i love to jot my thoughts down sometimes so i'll try to judge my jot my thoughts down on a notepad i'll try to read some quotable quotes i'll try to pursue one or two things that i'm passionate about and all so it's i love it i wasn't bored anymore and that has helped me till now I can literally stay in a mansion all by myself. So far, there is good. Uh, so far, there is light, water, food, and internet. I can literally be there for weeks on end because I am more of a functional extrovert. But I am, I think, I am more of an introvert. So it suits my style of life. I can be alone and just enjoy myself like that. Nevertheless, I can also be a functional extrovert when demand. When it is demanded of me, I can transition. If some people need me to keep them company, I will have a good time because I can be a life of the party. I can joke around and have fun. Do you understand? So, but when it comes to me being me, I can be alone and I will not be bored. Why am I saying that? Because being comfortable with downtime is going to be critical if you want to learn how to be punctual because you will always get to wherever you are going on time and that will give you some time to work with that is one of the reasons why chronically people chronically late people don't love being early because they don't know what they would do with the downtime that they have they don't they are not comfortable with the downtime being punctual often means you are you're going to get to meetings or appointments early so punctual people use the extra 5 10 15 20 30 minutes to either catch up on their emails read over some notes before the meeting or simply enjoy their silence enjoy the solitude enjoy the before the buzz of the office i mean the buzz that's b-u-double-z before the buzz of the office starts 
and people start greeting each other and all that, they enjoy the silence. The silence might last for only two minutes, might last for five minutes, but they enjoy it. But chronically people, chronically late people cannot do that. They don't like those times. They don't like downtime. They love the edge, the thrill of that last minute sprint to the finish line of the office. They, they, they crave the stimulation of running towards a deadline. That is why they are chronically late. They are not comfortable with downtime. But if you want to be punctual, you have to be comfortable with downtime. Bring along something to feel that spear moment. Check your email, respond to some SMS, respond to some WhatsApp chat, go on Twitter and tweet something constructive because you need to know that you have something that will occupy your time and that will help you. Do you understand? That will help you. I, I, I read a quote, I think it is um, Stephen Covey that said it, that the key is not to prioritize what is on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. The, the key to effective time management, productivity and all that is not to prioritize what is on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. What are your priorities? That's what he's saying. What are your priorities? Do not prioritize what you already have on your schedule. No. When the first thing you do is to list your priorities and then schedule them. And then schedule them. Chronically late people, they only prioritize what is already on their schedule. Uh, These are the 79 things I need to do. Okay, what should I do first? What should I do first? No. The, the punctual people, the people that have effective time management, they know their priorities. They already know what they want to do. Now, the only thing they will now do is to schedule them to the block of time within on their calendar that will give them the maximum result. See, this is especially true. This particular code is especially true when it comes to punctuality. Because being punctual is not just a matter of showing up on time. Like I always say, when I over the last three weeks, I always repeat this. Being punctual is a reflection of your respect for other people's time. It is a demonstration that you are self-disciplined, that you are someone that values time and you have self-discipline. Do you understand? That's how you demonstrate that. Who I am, uh, I I respect myself and I'm self-disciplined by being punctual. That's how you demonstrate it. So today we will explore how punctual individuals use their comfort with downtime, as I said before, to stay punctual. How do they use this? Yes, I say that they enjoy um they are comfortable rather with downtime so how are they comfortable with this how do how is being comfortable with downtime how how is it helping them to be punctual and how can we also develop these habits to improve our punctuality let me first say this that it is very important it, it is very important to be punctual. There is a, an importance to punctuality. Punctuality is a, cre- a crucial aspect of professional success. I, I, I said it, I keep reiterating it because repetition makes us remember. So, punctuality is a very is, is a crucial aspect of your personal success, is a crucial aspect of your professional success. And in today's world, there is speed around us, it's a fast, uh, fast paced world that we live in. Time 
has become a valuable resources attention has become a valuable commodity so being punctual demonstrates that you are a dependable person that you are respectful of other people's time and that you are a responsible individual so punctuality is essential in all areas of our life from we meeting deadlines at work to showing up on time to your maybe your children's social event or your friend's invitation to his or her wedding ceremony or whatever, being showing up on time shows somebody invited you to a boot camp or a conference, even though you are not a speaker, showing up on time shows that number one, you respect them, and number two, you have self-respect and self-discipline. So it's a sign of maturity. It's a sign of professionalism and it will help you build strong relationships with people. It will help you build strong relationships with your colleagues at work, with your friends at home, with your family in diaspora or whatever they are. It helps you build a relationship with them because now they know that they can depend on you. Now they know that you are a responsible person and that you respect them. How does downtime help punctuality? One of the key habits of punctual individuals, as I said before, is their ability to use their downtime effectively. Downtime refers, I think I've not defined it, let me just define it like this. It refers to the time between scheduled activities. That's just simply how it is. Downtime is a time between scheduled activities. You want to write a memo by 9 a.m., and you you have to get work by eight between eight and nine that one hour is called a downtime like for example when you are waiting for a meeting to start five ten minutes that's a downtime when you are sitting in traffic 15 25 minutes that's a downtime when you are standing in line maybe in a supermarket in a grocery store 15 25 minutes 10 minutes two minutes that is a downtime so punctual individuals that they use they are very conscious of these gaps they are very conscious of this downtime that they use this downtime to prepare for whatever activity they have next whether the activity is reviewing their note for a particular meeting making a phone call or uh, responding to some emails they use it to prepare whenever they have that two minutes waiting in line to pay in the grocery store they check their mails or check an sms or check a chat that just came in and respond immediately that one is off the table so that is what they do they use downtime to prepare for their next activity and that is what i want us to model that is what i want us to learn as individual that is improving in time management as individual that is improving in productivity as individuals that is improving in our punctuality let us learn how to use downtime to prepare for our next activity you can catch up with me you can make a phone call call your mother call your father call your friend call your brother call your sister you guys have not spoken in a while can you check upon them that particular time that is you using downtime effectively so by using downtime effectively you are able to stay on schedule you are able to be more effective and efficient individual and you are most times you avoid being late you avoid being foggy you avoid being sporadic do you understand that is you using um downtime effectively so how can you get comfortable with downtime how can you get comfortable see one thing i will say is getting comfortable with downtime requires you to shift your mindset it requires you to transform your thinking about this particular downtime thing. You don't see them as, oh, I don't have anything to do. You don't see them as a vacant time. You see them as a gift of time. 
That's a shift in mindset. You don't see downtime as a wasted time. Oh, I thought this meeting will start by five. You will be happy that this meeting is not even starting on schedule. Why? Because now you see a gift of time being presented to you. In 24 hours, you are seeing a gap of like 15, 30 minutes to do with the way you want to do it with whatever you want to do with it. Do you understand me? So instead of viewing downtime as wasted time, like I said before, punctual individuals, they see it as an opportunity. They see it as a gift to be more productive. They see it as an opportunity to be more effective, as an opportunity to be more efficient. So tips on how you can get comfortable with downtime. Let me start with this one. You plan ahead. Everything we've spoken about productivity and time management and being punctual is about planning. You plan ahead. Planning ahead is a critical part of being punctual. When if you fail to plan, you've already planned to fail. That's a one of the most um, popular quotable quote. If you fail to plan, you've planned to fail already. So planning ahead is a critical part of being punctual. By knowing what to do, what, what task you need to accomplish throughout the day, you can prepare for downtime. You, because this is the trick. You already know what to do throughout the day. So there is no time that is really vacant. You are the, the time you have that is a downtime, the, the, the time between scheduled activities is already planned for. You don't necessarily have to put um, an activity inside that particular time, but you know what to do with it when it shows up. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know what to do with that downtime when it shows up because you already, you already have a list of work that you want to do. You already have a list of activities that you already plan, so you can easily fill that gap with those activities. So number one way to, com- to be get comfortable with downtime is to plan ahead. And number two is the same is where is um, the way I started this particular episode is the quote from uh, Steve Steve Covey that says the, the the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule but to schedule what's on your priorities to schedule your priorities rather so prioritize the task do you know do you have priorities for everything you want to do by prioritizing your your by scheduling your priority you have uh, effective time management so prioritize your task that's how you can get comfortable with downtime prioritize what you do when you have free time you already know it list seven things that you will do whenever you have a free time immediately the alarm bell rings in your brain that oh there is a free time now boom you already know what to do with it so you can focus on the most important task first and then you use the downtime for less critical tasks. Do you understand? You, you don't need to call your mom. I'm not saying that's not important, but immediately you know that, okay, I have some deliverables. I need to send some reports. I have some newsletter to write. I have this, I have that. That one can be scheduled for in um, proper blocks of time. Then the moment you have a downtime of maybe 15 minutes, then you can call. Call your mom, call your significant other, call your wife, call your husband, call your children. You can now call or check the emails. You can now respond to the emails. Do you understand? So prioritize, schedule your priorities. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. That's how you can get comfortable with downtime and also use technology. Downtime, when you embrace technology, you'll be able to maximize and stay productive during your downtime. Use apps, all right? Note-taking apps are there for you to take notes. You don't need pen and paper always. 
task managers are there to help you uh, see the schedule to help you see your calendar to go you can use google calendar for that all right and you learn something new all right during the, your downtime you can learn something new that's how you can get comfortable with downtime that's another point learn something new during those period learning something new is an excellent way to make use of your downtime listen to an audio book listen to sign up to, to some podcast and listen go on youtube and watch some motivational mashups or whatever listen to you can use it to learn something watch a tedx uh, talk or ted talk watch one go on Khan academy and learn something learn some formal mathematics that you've learned before just go there and let the teacher teach you some basic physics refresh your memory on the, on that take an online course during that period take an online course it will help you stay productive do you understand and you can also relax you can also always use your downtime to relax just close your eyes and breathe in and breathe in be present all right be aware of your breath be present do you understand you can use your downtime to relax and recharge yourself you don't always fill your downtime with activities like active activities you can fill them also with passive activities like relaxation just chill take a few breaths meditate and just enjoy the quietness of the moment like i said before just relax that is how you can effectively get comfortable with downtime there are some examples and instances that i want to share with you of how you can use your downtime effectively number one is waiting for a meeting for example if you are waiting for a meeting to start you can review your notes that's how you can use downtime i'm just giving you tips now you can review your notes you can review your agenda for the meeting so that you ensure that you are well prepared Go through your presentation again. Go through your Excel sheet and recalculate the figures. Maybe you did not make any mistake. Just to be doubly sure. Do you understand? You can also make phone calls to your colleagues that will help you prepare for the meeting. You can make phone calls. You can send emails. You can just remember, okay, let me uh, contact our partners. Yes, I'm going for a meeting, but let me contact our partners and tell them to do the work for the week or to do the work for the day. Just send that email. And you can also catch up on other works. You are not doing only one thing. You can catch up on other works. If you have some things that you are doing privately, you can just check your calendar and see, oh, let me let me draft this particular um, podcast that I want to record over the weekend. Can, can I start drafting something? That is what you can do when you are waiting for a meeting. Or another example is when you are commuting, when you are transporting yourself from point A to point B, if you have a long commute, for example, it's going to take hours and you are not the one driving, even if it's you that are driving, you can slot in your MP3 and start listening to an audiobook or a podcast as you are going. But if you are not the one driving, if you are in a train, in a cab, in a taxi, it's, you use that time to catch up on work. Check your folder, check your file and see the work that can be done during this long trip. That can be done during these long hours inside this cab. Or read a book. That's one thing you can do. Maybe you have a very long flight. Read a book. You have a long train ride. Read a book. Listen to a podcast. You have a long cab ride. Put the earpiece in. Listen to something. You'll be productive. Listen and jot down anything you're learning. Do you understand? You can also use that time to plan out your day. You can use that time to plan out your week ahead. Check the plans you have for the day and see, okay, can I adjust anything? 
commuting can help you do better that's what i do whenever i'm going i most times i listen to to a book or listen to a music or listen to a podcast do you understand so that's personally i go for the book reading uh, audio book or physical book i always i you will always see me with a book that's what i use the commuting for most of the time especially if i'm not driving if i'm driving boom i just slot in the audio book and i listen Again, something not even I grow on the road like that it becomes a, a mobile school for me. All right, or for example, if you are in a grocery store, this is another example of real life situations where you will you will have some occasional downtimes. You are standing in line to pay for your groceries in a supermarket, in a grocery store. Do you understand? When you are standing in line, you can use that time to review your shopping list again. Did you miss anything? What did you want to buy that you've not bought? What did you buy that you shouldn't have bought? You can review this list before you pay. You are standing in line. You just you don't don't um, always be in haste. That will be the, like you are hurrying everybody up. I understand you might be going somewhere, but that particular time is for you to do something. You can make the phone call to say, okay, I'm running a little bit late. I'm in the grocery store right now, but it's like, I think five people before me, I will soon be out. You can use that to make that phone call. You can use that waiting time also to check your emails. Those are the things you can do standing in line in a grocery store. You can chat with a friend. You guys can have a nice time on phone as you're waiting. You can talk about many things that you did not talk about the last time he or she visited. Do you understand? So you can also use the downtime to practice mindfulness. Do you understand? You can use the downtime to practice mindfulness. Take a moment to relax. Standing in line like that, you can relax. You can be practicing your breath as you're standing in line. Do you understand my point? So that those are the instances. For example, also if you are waiting for a friend, maybe you went to visit a friend in his or her office, and you are waiting for a friend to come out. You can use that time to catch up on your own work, read a book, listen to a podcast. You can also add, take the opportunity to make a phone call. I'm just giving you instances of where you can get it downtime during the day. Send a quick message. Send a quick WhatsApp message to someone. You need to talk to someone. Call that person. If you have a coach, call your coach. If you have a therapist, call your therapist and, and just talk about something. All right? But the, the, the essence of all I'm saying is do not waste a downtime. Do not waste it. You can use it to think productively. I'm not saying worry now. You can use it to think. Worry is stressful thinking. I'm not saying you should worry now. I'm saying think. Find a solution by thought. Using thought to generate an answer to something. And when you are traveling, like the, I have already given an example of commuting, but let, let's assume the commuting is within town. But now when you are really traveling, you are in an airplane traveling, you are in a train traveling, if you're traveling, use the time to plan out your whole itinerary for where you're going. Review your notes for the upcoming meeting you might have after the trip. You can use that to plan for a birthday party for your boy, for your girl. Do you understand my point? So you can use this time to catch up on work. Or you can just sleep. You can use that time to sleep. But I want you to be conscious of everything that you are going to do when you have a downtime. That's the essence of this episode. That's the essence of all my episodes. Transformation over tea. That is, I want you to be intentional about your living. So that whenever you are given a downtime, 
you you use it well. You don't just be bored away that I don't have anything I'm doing. No, you have something you're doing. You're sleeping. You have something you're doing. You're mindful. You're resting. You're reading. You're learning. You're planning your itinerary. You, you, you're doing something. Do you understand? So those are the examples and instances of how you can use downtime effectively. So how do you incorporate this into your life? How do you develop this habit of using downtime effectively to be punctual? Number one, start small. Okay? Don't take too much on. Atomic habits. Start small. Don't try to use all your downtime productively right away. All right? You'll be overwhelmed. Oh, you have five minutes here, you use it. You have five, before you know it, you turn to a workaholic. That's not the reason for this. The reason for this is to, so that you'll be mindful. So that you'll be intentional about the moves you're making, about whatever you're doing. Do you understand my point? So, one thing I would tell you to do is to start small, okay? Start small. Start very small. Don't rush yourself. Start small. Do you understand me? Start small. So, that doesn't need too much uh, too much uh, explanation, but I would say this. Set a goal. Set a very small, beautiful goal that you know it is realistic for you to achieve. Set a goal, okay? Set a, a goal to use just maybe five or ten minutes of your downtime each day and gradually work your way up. You have maybe 30 minutes downtime every day. You have two hours downtime every day. Start by using ten minutes well. Don't try to use up all the two hours well. You'll be overwhelmed because this is new to you. Most of you don't even think you can do that. All right, this is new to you. So use it. Start by, start gradually. All right, another thing is the prioritization that I spoke about. I won't overflog this. Prioritize. Then schedule all your priorities. What are your priorities for life? What do you value the most? What are your principles? That's what I want you to list as tasks that you want to accomplish during your downtime. When you know what you want to accomplish during your downtime, then you can schedule them based on importance. Do you understand me? You can schedule them based on importance. And also be prepared. That is the, that's what I should have even started with. Be prepared. Always be prepared that you will have a downtime. So you, when you are prepared that you will have a downtime, you will always have something with you to work with during that particular time. You have a book, like I said. You have a notepad. You you have a, a task list of what you want to achieve or what you want to accomplish. So it will help you to stay productive when unexpected downtime occurs. There are uh, expected downtime. You already know that between twelve and one, nothing much will happen and all. That is normal. But unexpected is when you are expecting your boss to start a meeting by five, and the man did not, the man or the woman did not show up till six. That is unexpected. So when you are always prepared, that one hour you can use it well, and then you track your progress. All right, track your progress. Track what you're doing. Keeping track of how much downtime you are using productively each day will help you. When you don't track your progress, you won't know where to improve. Do you understand me? You won't even know how to stay motivated when you are not even when you are not even sure you are productive. When you are not even sure you are um, you are improving. When you are not even sure you are doing something tangible. So track your progress. Make it a duty to track your progress, and then make it a habit. That's why this uh, last three weeks and now fourth week, it, we've been talking about habits of productive people, habits of uh, punctual people rather. 
make it a habit make using downtime productively a habit that's why i say start small so that it becomes habitual in time so that it becomes habitual the moment it turns to a habit you are home and dry you're cruising it will take some time to develop this habit all right so don't rush yourself don't rush it it will take some time to develop this habit but be consistent when you are dedicated when you are consistent it becomes second nature to you you will always just like you just be there you just have something to do you just be intentional about everything that you do so being punctual is an essential habit for personal and professional sources like i said before and using downtime effectively is a key strategy for you to stay punctual do you understand me using your downtime effectively is a very important strategy for you to stay punctual so shift your mindset transform your mindset around downtime don't see it as wasted time see it as an opportune time see downtime as an opportunity to be productive develop this habit do you understand develop it the moment you have this habit of using downtime of being comfortable with downtime you will see your productivity and your punctuality improved you will improve your punctuality you will improve your productivity like i said before the examples i've given over the course of this is there to encourage you to give you insight on how to use and how to plan downtime into your day do you understand so you can start using downtime effectively today like right now as you're listening to this you can start using downtime so you can start become more productive and you can start becoming a more punctual person so what have we been talking about we've been talking about the comfortability with downtime of highly punctual people so know that something know that you have something to occupy your time that will help you to be punctual that will help you to be comfortable with downtime because you are always intentional about whatever you do thank you for these four weeks that we've been talking about punctuality if you've not listened to all the four start from three weeks ago you will see the habits of punctual people i appreciate your attention not taken for granted in any way thank you thank you for joining me on today's or this week's episode of transformation over tea thank you and we will talk next week bye for now